0: Hi, and welcome to the Disney Planning Insights podcast. Today, Matt and I are gonna be discussing the top 10 rides at Magic Kingdom as voted on by ourselves and our spouses. Today, we're going to be talking about the top 10 rides at Magic Kingdom and also discussing a little bit how
1: they got onto that list. So, Matt, at number 10, we have the The people mover. Um, Actually, I thought it was one that was going to slip out of the top 10, um, but surprisingly, three of the four of us had it. In the top ten,
0: you're going to hear that as a common theme, folks.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and my wife decided it wasn't important enough to put on the list of the top 20. <laughs> so, Shannon, you really ruined the People Mover. <laughs> you uh, did the People Mover wrong? <laughs> it could have been a lot higher. But the People Mover, great ride. Um, definitely, really cool views of the Magic Kingdom. Gives you some time in some different areas of the park that you really don't get to see. You get to go inside of Space Mountain. You get to go inside of the top of where Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor is. Get some good, you know, um, facts about some of the rides in the area, including the Carousel Progress, Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor, uh, Space Mountain. and, And just, you know, it's a good view of the construction of Tron right now as well. Um, If you see a lot of the photos that are coming out from some of the bloggers and even us, we're taking them from the people mover because it's the the best place to get that vantage point so um, really cool and glad that it made the top 10 Um, so let's move on to number 9 and number 9 is going to be? It is a classic number 9
0: is going to be Carousel of Progress which again I'm glad that it made this list because there's so many lists out or there's so many rides and attractions at Magic Kingdom and for Carousel of Progress to get on there I, I really like And it was kind of unanimous across all of us with really not a huge disparity. We all kind of agreed it was right around this area with the rankings being 7, 9, and 11, you know, right there saying, okay, it kind of belongs in this top 10 list. No outliers or anything else like that. Um, In Carousel of Progress, you sit down and you enjoy watching the story of basically the advent and continuation of technology as it bettered people. Lives working its way through various decades, and it's always told by the same individual sitting there right in the middle of his, right in the middle of the stage with his good old friend uh, Rover, right? His of the yeah, dog. Yeah. yeah. And uh, what's great is as you transition from scene to scene, the whole theater just kind of rotates, and so your whole seats kind of rotate to the next scene over, and uh, it's always, it's always accompanied by a very, very classic. Uh, nostalgic song there's a great big beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day so um, fantastic ride I always I always think when we go to Magic Kingdom If uh, we go through a whole trip and don't go on Carousel of Progress, I just sort of feel like the trip was missing something. So I was glad to see it made it uh, to our
1: list today. Yeah. So heading down to number eight, we have... Number eight is Peter Pan's Flight, which another classic Disney attraction um, really helped in our rankings by Shannon's ranking of number three on her list. Her list was something to see. No, I mean, everybody,
0: we all... (laughs) You know, the other three of us had it like 11, 12, 13, which, with the ranking system, probably would have made its way in there. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely uh, cracked it into the top 10. Oh, there's yeah. nothing wrong with a nostalgic favorite making. Oh it the no, top 10.
1: nostalgic favorite, and you get to board your pirate ship, fly through the scenes from Peter Pan. Uh, like I said, great, great nostalgic disney ride and don't don't miss out on the standby line there are some really cool um aspects of the standby line some interactive things some things for the kids and look for tinkerbell messing around throughout the standby line so really really neat um, that they've added some technology into that ride without changing the ride itself mm-hmm. so yeah the
0: darling's bedroom is a oh yeah a really fun time with tinkerbell oh, yeah. for sure yeah so moving on let's go to number seven okay Number seven slid down the rankings a little bit. Could arguably have been in probably fifth or sixth. But uh, again, a certain reviewer of the Magic Kingdom rides left it out completely off the list. So uh, coming in at number seven is Haunted Mansion. Uh, another one of those early on attractions that have been there for a really long time. Uh, Haunted Mansion, you get to board a doom buggy and work your way through the manor of 999 happy haunts. It is a great ride, despite it being quite macabre, so if maybe you have some really, really little youngsters, skipping Haunted Mansion might not be a bad call, Uh, but my kids enjoy it, and my daughters enjoyed it, but I do remember when she was like, you know, two, three years old, it was a little off-putting for her, and uh, now that she's a little bit older, she enjoys it. You know, graveyard scene has a couple of things that pop up and kind of spook you a little bit, but... Something that's been there from the very beginning, and is just sort of that timeless classic. A lot of the rides on this list seem to fit into that timeless classic category. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, they're adding in new things, but there's just... You just can't beat the old um, in many ways. So after Haunted Mansion, we start to slide down. And, uh, of course, we find something that we would expect on the top ten.
1: Oh, yeah. And at number six, we're going to find Space Mountain. Space Mountain, just great thrill ride. Um, One of the things that came out in our uh, Magic Kingdom favorite things is Allie made a great point that she loves that it's a dark roller coaster because you get on it. And every time, no matter how many times you're on it, you forget about a turn or you forget about a little hill or a dip or something like that and it gives that thrill time and time again like a normal outdoor roller coaster you start setting up for different mm. elements and Space Mountain you don't get to because you just don't know what the track does unless you've written it a bunch with the lights on and there aren't many people that have well let's talk also about
0: just the theming of Space Mountain the fact that at
1: Halloween they make it
0: pitch black they take out even the emergency lights <laughs> and and throw in just some basically some hard rock music mm-hmm. in there and then at Christmas time they pipe Christmas music into there just Mannheim steamroller yep. galore and turn out a bunch of red and green mm-hmm. strobes everywhere yeah, so yeah. you know Space Mountain is a, a ride that they theme to different times of the year which is a lot of fun as well
1: and you know if you do have Disney Plus check out the inside of the attraction on Space Mountain really cool kind of how they did the original Space Mountain, how long they waited on actually doing it, and the differences between the Space Mountains from Walt Disney World to Disneyland to Paris and, and the, the trials and tribulations they went in in the, designing these rides. Really, really cool segment. So, again, moving up the list, where are we at with number five? Okay, so we're heading into our top five.
0: And for our fifth attraction, we again have an opening day attraction and our number five ride is jungle cruise. A lot of people overlook jungle cruise, but all of us across the board. This was one thing that was just sort of no discrepancies going on, no big outliers by one specific individual. It was just sorry. Sorry Shannon. It was it was right across the board. Everybody agreed that Jungle Cruise is a really quality attraction. You get to board a boat the skippers. Here's the reason why Jungle Cruise is amazing It's the skippers. Let's make no ifs ands or buts about it because the machinery or, or the animatronics are Outdated the they're really not all that showy or exciting The scenery is you know beautiful. It's wonderful. The Imagineers did a great job theming the ride out but that theming was done, you know, 40, 50 years ago. Oh, yeah. Now, they're facelifting it a little bit right now and putting some new things in, but it's still, they're leaving that old feel the riders made 50 years ago. But those skippers and the uniqueness where the it might be the same joke but the punchlines delivered differently or different jokes entirely and just the sarcastic humor of the skippers just makes the ride phenomenal. I talk in some other podcasts about things that I imagine myself doing when I retire and ultimately <laughs> get to Disney World. And jungle cruise skipper. Is at the top of my list. Like, Jungle Cruise Skipper would be, (laughs) they could put me in a casket and put me somewhere on the ride, and I would be absolutely happy with that fake for my body. (laughs) Like, I would absolutely love that. So, heading into our top four, the interesting thing about all of these is that. At least one of us said it was our number one attraction, and everybody else had him in their top 10. So again, sort of a unanimous thing. Yeah. So heading into number four is actually Matt's number one. So tell us
1: about it. Yeah, my, my favorite ride at the Magic Kingdom is Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Another thrill ride, great mind-style attraction, um, fantastic theming. It's just, it, it encompasses a lot of really great elements without being a super scary, super fast ride ride and i think that's something that when we talk about disney compared to say a regional park like a six flags or a cedar point or something like that even universal yeah it's to its contemporary it's it's a park where most everybody can do every ride there um from my six-year-old my 11-year-old me and my wife we all love this ride and and that's something that i think disney does hands down better than any other park is they keep families together all day and if not all day most of the day so that you can enjoy these parks with your family um you know again big thunder mountain great wild west roller coaster located in the very back of Frontierland. Um, it is my favorite and at number three is jesse's favorite my favorite. Actually. Your favorite. Yeah. Your favorite. Yeah. So um coming in at number three
0: is actually my favorite. It's crazy how this list kind of sorted itself out so yeah. nicely. Um, but my favorite is Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, again, and that's number three on our list. Uh, again, a ride that was there at the beginning of the park. You know, if it's not broke, don't fix it. But they've made some improvements to it or what some people would say are improvements. But what I really love about Pirates of the Caribbean is I really enjoy the Pirates of the Caribbean movie franchise. And so over the last decade or so, five, six years, they've added that pirate ship that's laying siege to the fort is now Barbosa, mm-hmm. and he's asking for Jack Sparrow to come out. And then as you head into the port town, you find Jack Sparrow kind of Easter egged into all of the different scenes as he's sitting there hearing about a map and being looked for by people. And then he's overlooking this guy that's got the key to the treasure chest. And then towards the very, very end, you come around and Jack Sparrow sitting inside of the treasure room and singing the timeless classic of pirate's life for me and there's just i really like rides that sort of have a trigger in my mind so when i think of pirates of the caribbean i think of the caribbean sort of like coconut tropical smell you get when you come into the port town just hits you right in the face and then in a couple scenes later the village this port town is now under siege and burning and you come around that turn and the sulfur just kind of like hits you in the face and so I love the rides that when I think of them I get more than just a memory it's almost like I, I get it like an experience comes back to me I go, oh yeah, that smell that happens when. You... Mm-hmm. So Pirates of the Caribbean, my favorite ride, and checks in at number three on our list.
1: Now number two on our list is actually my wife's favorite, so number two on the list is? Number two and number one are actually relatively newer rides um, when it comes to Walt Disney World. And number two is Splash Mountain. Splash Mountain, classic log flume ride with Disney animatronics everywhere. Uh, in the process of possibly getting a re-theme. They've been talking about it for over a year now, getting some more of uh, Princess and the Frog and Princess Tiana in there. Um, but right now, it's still as was, and just a great ride. You follow the um, hijinks of Br'er Rabbit throughout you know, the Briar Patch, and it's just a great ride that culminates in a really thrilling drop, about a 65-foot drop um, with a splashdown, and just just a lot of fun for the whole family. Just a good, especially when it's hot outside, refreshing ride to go in. And then once you get wet, you get to go down in and see the the big riverboat scene, and it's just frigid cold in that room where the the riverboat scene is. So that's right. yeah, especially after getting you're out in the heat, and then you get the splashdown, and then all of a sudden
0: you get oh, yeah. the hard AC and you're like, oh.
1: <laughs> yeah, so just just really good ride. Um, just Tony Baxter did a great job on it, and just it, it's where it deserves to be on this list. I mean, if it wasn't number two, it was number one, and, you know, number one is number one for a reason. <laughs> yeah,
0: number one is sort of unanimous. Um, Shannon's got it at number one. Jesse and Matt put it at number two, and I just put it at number three, and that was just because I really love Pirates, and then Splash Mountain hits being at number two for me because the length of the ride and all those things Matt just said. So at number one, this is going to surprise absolutely nobody listening, it is obviously... Small World. No, I'm just kidding. That was a joke. It's obviously Seven Doors Mine Train. So number one is obviously Seven Doors Mine Train in that new Fantasyland area where um, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea used to be when the park opened. They gutted that area, expanded it out, paved a bunch of it, put in a lot of great attractions and experiences Mm -hmm. back there. Um, But the biggest thing that they put in would be the Seven Doors Mine Train. Uh, The Mine Train is just so much fun from the moment you leave the cars pitch and sway back and forth in this mine coaster. Uh, you hit the, the middle area of the ride where you come into the mine. And it's just sparkling, gleaming with all these gems everywhere. The animatronics on the dwarves are just astounding. Do another lift hill, some more thrills. And you finish, you culminate with the, with the dancing scene of Snow White dancing with the dwarves in their cottage that night before All the Stuff goes down in the movie, <laughs> and sure enough, if you really pay attention to that scene as you're just about to come into the station, you crane your neck back to the right, you'll find the uh, the wicked, the evil queen, transformed into the uh, what, the the witch, the the old woman, yeah, the yeah. old hag. Uh, that's what it is, the old oh, hag. Yeah. Uh, so you'll see her kind of standing by the door, listening in to find that Snow White's at the cottage. So um, no surprise there for the top ten. Now I made the joke about small world and that's because there were four other rides that in our ranking system were like that close to people mover and so we'll give those ones honorable mention and just discuss them here um really quickly so we've got i'm going to list them and then yeah yeah yeah, Yeah, give us give us your thoughts about it so we've got small world which actually for shannon and jesse were number five And then uh, Matt threw it in towards the end, and then I didn't rank it because I can't stand the thing. (laughs) So both of the girls really, really love Small World, and so that's why I made the joke of it being at number one because both of our wives put it at number five on their list. So Small World, right, all the dolls, and Mm -hmm. yeah, it's a classic for sure. I just... If I go on it, boy, it better be towards the end because I don't want that stinking thing stuck in my head the rest of the day.
1: But it's also something that if you're a first-time visitor... Oh, you got to go on. You have to do it. You have to do it. What's our next honorable mention? So our next one is Winnie the Pooh. Um, The many adventures of Winnie the Pooh in there in Fantasyland right across from Seven Doors Mine Train is a great family ride. Um, Took the place of Mr. Toad's Wild Ride and gives you some cool little elements within that ride where you're bouncing with Tigger, you're floating through a scene that's flooded, just a, just some really cool ride elements and it's a great pivot off of Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. If Seven Dwarfs has a huge wait time, you can normally get on Winnie the Pooh half hour, 45 minutes um, and it's, it's well worth that if you haven't ridden it before or if you're just looking for something to kind of get out of the sun and get into some shade. Just a really nice little ride. Um, great for little kids and that kind of stuff. Get in your honey Pot and just kind of bounce around with poo.
0: Yeah, I enjoy it a lot. Yeah, yeah. So um, I mean, you were the one that ranked it so low that knocked it out.
1: I, I'm sorry. We were 10, 11,
0: and six, so it probably would have snuck out. People mover.
1: Yeah, yeah. And knocked I, it down a no, bit. No, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> doesn't crack that high. It's, a, on it's me. a good one. It's a good. Yeah. One. It's, it's it's because my other um, <coughs> my other honorable mention one that didn't make the list. But what is That's the third honorable mention one? Uh,
0: the third honorable mention on our list is going to be Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin. Um, all. All of us, you know, the highest ranking was 10, but most of us had it kind of in that just outside the top 10 range. So on the plus side, so Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin is kind of a dark ride, but it's a shooter. So you have a little gun, it's got a little laser, you're in a little car that pivots, and uh, you know, you just kind of shoot little targets, and you watch your score pile up. So the the biggest draw to this ride for me is getting the 999999 where
1: the scoreboard peaks out. Yeah, and yeah. you just need to know the right targets. You do, yeah. Um,
0: so behind the alien in the first room, or behind the robot in the first room, in the bottom of Zerg's ship, and on top of the volcano, just... You know, in case you want to go for it next time. Yeah, get the you, pin. Yeah, you really do. You just you need to hit basically 10 targets, and a couple of them are, are spaced out there. And uh, But that's the biggest draw to it is if you do that, you go out into the gift shop and show them a screenshot of of your uh, 99999. And uh, they give you a little pin that says, I'm a galactic hero. Yeah. So yeah. It's, uh, it's a good time. And, uh, you know, the downside to it and the reason why I'll skip it if the ride line's too long is – It's a Toy Story-themed shooter ride. Boy, Midway Mania over at Hollywood Studios just cannot be beat and just puts Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger spin to shame. It
1: shoots it out of space. It
0: it absolutely does. It (laughs) shoots it out of the water. So, uh, you know... If I skip this, it's fine, because I know Midway Mania is absolutely going to be part of my day at Hollywood Studios, um, probably two or even maybe even three times. Oh, yeah. So don't necessarily get there. Uh, for our last one, Matt and Shannon had it in their top tens, um, with Matt having it as high as third on his list. But Jesse and I don't really share the same affinity, so our low rankings pulled it down into honorable mention. But we'll let Matt go ahead and talk about our yeah, last one.
1: And our last honorable mention is the Mad Teapot party. Um, for my family, it is a must do one, if not two or 10 times on any given trip. Um, Shannon, not so much the 10 times, but when it's me and the kids it is ludicrous speed and it yeah. is oh it's it's get lost in space it's be so dizzy that you don't know where the exit is when you get and, off the ride and i think
0: that's why it's not as popular to us because jesse gets really motion sick so if we go on it once it's kind of slow spinning maybe i'll take the kids again and kind of whip them around a little bit but by then we don't want to make mom stand there waiting for us to yeah. spin ourselves into an oblivion and yeah, yeah. so i uh, could just i just imagine though i really want to go with you and your family and just watch like the blur
1: (laughs) is your teacup. i'll I'll have to put in the video i'll I'll have to put one of our ride videos that you can't even see what's going on outside of the car we're moving oh you were holding yeah (laughs) it's just i'm I'm, I'm across the kids and it's just a blur behind them (laughs) you see the kids in focus and just <laughs> <Yeah>. The world <laughs> happening. It, it's awesome. Were there any surprises? Anything that you thought should have been a hire that didn't? I mean, I really felt like the list kind of yeah. worked itself out the way it should, even though Shannon decided she wanted to underrate some of the <laughs> really classic <laughs> rides. Well, to be fair, we undercut
0: a lot of things that she really yeah. loves. So,
1: uh, turnabout's fair play, I yeah. suppose. She's a strange bird. No,
0: anyway. there's. I mean, it, it makes sense. They they really did. They they made sense of the way it worked out. Um, you know, some of the stuff that's not on there great rides but really at the end of the day magic kingdom is the only place we can do this because i mean, there's so many attractions at this place and all of the other parks boy we'd be hard to find 20 things mm-hmm. let alone being able to give 14 and have so many more that didn't even make the list yeah
1: yeah i mean we're when we're, we're, we're talking about when you talk about rides shows meet and greets that have fast pass with their own building there's 42 of those attractions at magic kingdom which is it's it's astounding and that's why we always recommend especially if it's your early time two days at the park yeah so um but yeah but thanks for joining us and you know letting us Tell you what our top ten were because you know it was our opinion yeah. and feel free to disagree in the comments. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And if you do want to contact us about anything, uh, over on Facebook at DPI Podcast, on Twitter at Disney Insights, and if you're planning a trip, want some help, get in touch with this guy at PATM Disney Travel over on Facebook and just let them know that you heard about him from the DPI podcast. Thank you guys all for watching, and you guys all have a good day. Bye now.